honey bees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, butter beans, peas, beets and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to Tennessee farm table, cast on skillets, good and hot, watch it steam and crack and pop, cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast, a show that is dedicated to the people of the state of Tennessee who produce, prepare, and preserve food and agriculture, often with that Mountain South Appalachian flair. And on occasion, I just might have a guest from our neighbors from surrounding states here in the Southeast. This is your hostess and producer, Amy Campbell. The theme song that you just heard was sung and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine. She's from Madisonville, Tennessee. We are setting the table with berries and desserts made with fruit and berries of the season. We've got a bunch of good guests on the program today. First off, farmers Susan and John Keller. They are farmers from Blount County, Tennessee, and their farm has been in continuous operation since 1890. John Keller, having been awarded Tennessee Farmer of the Year by UT Extension in 2014. And Susan Keller shares a recipe from Miss Lily's Blackberry Cobbler. And this recipe comes from her grandmother, Lillian Bays Hitch. Dee Dee Constantine sets us straight on all the terminology used in the arena of cobblers. She examines culinary terms such as brown betties, cobblers, buckles, crisps, grunts and slumps. And I found a great and very simple recipe from Mini Pearl Cooks for blackberry jam and a production from the birthplace of country music Radio Bristol Farm and Fun Time program. We'll hear an encore farm and fun time heirloom recipe recorded during the program from storyteller Tony Dorman sharing story, memories, and her grandmother's recipe for cherry pie. I am so happy that you've pulled up your chair to this big Tennessee table. Thank you so much for tuning in. Now let's get started. Let's start off with our first guests, Susan and John Keller. As I mentioned, they're farmers and own and operate Kelmont Farms, a family farm located in Blount County, Tennessee, in continuous operation since 1890. And John Keller was awarded Tennessee Farmer of the Year by UT Extension in 2014. They raise all kinds of hay and grain crops, beef cattle, and all that kind of thing. And they raise really quality products. Today on the program, Susan Keller shares a recipe for Miss Lily's Blackberry Cobbler. And this recipe comes from her grandmother, Lillian Bays Hitch. 
Keller and John Keller, we're sitting here talking at their table. How about a recipe? Have you got something? I do. I have a recipe for you. This is called Miss Lily's Blackberry Cobbler. Mm. And this is a recipe from my grandmother, who was Lillian, uh, known as Miss Lily, Bay's Hitch. And she taught it, and she also called it Batter Pie. And it's so simple to do. It's uh, one cup of self-rising flour, one cup of sugar, and a cup of milk. And you mix all this together till it's nice and smooth. And you, in a 9 by 13 pan, you have melted a stick of butter. You pour this uh, uh, mixture over the butter. And then you put on top of that your blackberries. And you can use fresh blackberries, frozen ones, the blackberry pie filling, uh, whatever you want to use for it. And I usually, as I say, about a quart. It, it makes a nice one. Bake it at 350. Um usually depending on your oven about 30 minutes but you want it so that everything is set you don't want your because your crust rises to the top in this and so you want it to where it's you don't have a any uh liquid like crust left but at 30 minutes is pretty good and it is absolutely we just love it and you can use any fruit you want to it's not just blackberries because fresh peaches strawberries uh, apples, you can make it apple cobbler, just whatever you want to. And I'll give you this recipe and you can try it there. Thank you so much. Yeah. Miss Lily's Blackberry Cobbler. Yeah. Wonderful. Tell me who she was again, if you will. Well, uh, Lillian Bay's Hitch was my grandmother. And her family moved into Blount County. They came from Virginia. And um, uh, she and my granddad, I don't know exactly how they met, but they tell the story that the, the Bays family had decided that, uh, well, they moved to California. But uh, my grandmother and, and granddaddy married while the, the family was all still here. And granddaddy had a whole passel of brothers. He was one of the younger ones in the family. And they got a hold of his pocket watch, and they turned it back an hour. And he thought he ought to be ready on, the wedding, on the wedding day. And he thought he ought to be, he was ready, and he looked at the time, and he thought, well, I can't be an hour early. So he gets in his horse and buggy, and he comes over from Hitch Road, where he was living over in that area on the Hitch Farm, and the Bays family lived over on the Wildwood Road. And so he rides his buggy over, and everybody's standing in the yard, and he doesn't think about this, and he waves at everybody and just drives on by, and an hour later he comes back. <laughs> and she married him anyway. <laughs> but it was just it was just so funny, and uh, it was then the family moved to California. Uh, but there were three of the daughters who had already established homes here in, in families in Blount County. And so when John's, when they were going, moving to California, rather than moving everything, they had a original yard sale or whatever you wanted to call it then. And John's grandfather, John, went to that sale and bought a bed and a dresser. And our son, Sam, uses that dresser today. That's a wonderful story. <laughs> so you're asking how we met. I don't know if it was over the dresser or not. But, <laughs> but 
about it. it uh, that was uh, they told that story because John's uh, uh, father always would tell me about that. He was the one that told me about that connection That's between. Yeah, it's fantastic. Sam just loves. He cherishes the dresser because of that. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. And today we are setting the table with berries and cobblers, fruits of the season. We just heard from Susan and John Keller, farmers from Blount County, Tennessee, farming that same land that's been in continuous operation and has been owned continually by their family since 1890. And John Keller was awarded Tennessee Farmer of the Year by UT Extension in 2014. And I've written all of these recipes on the show today in one place on my website, along with links to all of my guests, so you can find them real easily at TennesseeFarmTable.com. Up next is that sassy Dee Dee Constantine. She is living a good life, and for years she wrote about food for the Knoxville News Sentinel. She retired a few years back, and when I first started this show in 2014, she contributed a weekly segment and I'm forever grateful to her. On the program today, she sets us all straight on this terminology we all use for desserts made with berries. Now in our family, we call any dessert made with berries a cobbler, but evidently that is just not the case. While we're in the height of berry harvest, I've been thinking of different ways to serve the season favorites. Of course, cobbler's the first thing to come to mind, but in the same vein are buckles, crisps, brown betty, slumps, and grunts. But have you ever thought, what are the difference? Well, I tried to look this up. According to the joy of cooking, a slump is a steamed fruit topped with dumplings, and instead of being baked, it's prepared on the stovetop. Apparently, grunt is just another term for a slump, but it depends on where you live. It's a dish that dates back to colonial days with the Rhode Island area embracing the term slump while those Massachusetts folks prefer grunt. Research shows that it was called a grunt because of the sound the dish makes when cooking, and it's called a slump because when it's served, it slumps across the plate. Now, the Huffington Post says that brown betties, buckles, cobblers, and crisps are obviously different, but they some of them are just minor differences. A brown betty is a baked dish of fruit with the same type of buttery crumb topping as a crisp, except that some people like to use oats in their crisp. A buckle is a cake-like batter that's underneath the fruit and it cooks. The dessert rises around the fruit, buckling inward, hence the name buckle. And of course, a cobbler is traditionally topped with drop biscuits. It got its name because the biscuits resemble a cobblestone street. But the Huffington Post says 
You better call foul on anyone that tells you that a fruit dish topped with pie crust is a cobbler. It's a pie. Now that that's out of the way, I think I'm going to give this grunt slump recipe a try. To make the dumplings, all you need is a cup of all-purpose flour, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, a half of a teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of sugar, two tablespoons of butter, and one-third cup of whole milk. Whisk the flour, baking powder, salt, and sugar together in a medium-sized bowl. Then cut the butter into small cubes and add to the flour. Using your hands or a pastry cutter, you need to mix the flour and the butter together until it resembles coarse meal. Now add the milk, stir it just until it's moist, form the mixture into a ball, and put it over to the side. Now you got to get your berries. We're going to use blackberries. So you get four cups of fresh blackberries, or if you've got some in the freezer, just to frost them and drain them, those are fine. Place the berries in a two-quart saucepan and add one-half to three-fourths cup of sugar. You, that depends on how sweet you want your dessert and how sweet the berries already are. Then you add a fourth of a teaspoon of cinnamon, a teaspoon of lemon juice, a teaspoon of lemon zest, and a third cup water. Heat the mixture over medium-high heat until it starts to boil. Once that happens, you want to stir it a few times and make sure that the berries are all well coated with sauce. Now, take your dumpling dough and tear it off into spoonful sized chunks of dough and drop onto the fruit. You'll get about six dumplings out of that. Reduce the heat, cover the pot, and let it simmer for about 25 minutes. And whatever you do, don't peek inside the pot or you're going to let the steam out. Once it's done, Take the top off. You can serve it hot. You can serve it cold. Uh, you can use ice cream. You can use whipped topping. Or you can just savor the flavor of the berries. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. You are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. Today we are setting the table with berries, cobblers, and desserts made with fruits of the season. We just heard from D.D. Constantine with some good information there and a recipe for blackberry grunt slump. I found the following simple recipe for blackberry jam in one of the best cookbooks around. The book is called Mini Pearl Cooks, and it was published in 1970. And you can find used copies of this in paperback pretty easily. So here's her recipe for blackberry jam. You'll need 9 cups of blackberries and 6 cups of sugar. And here's the directions. Wash and drain the berries. Combine berries and sugar. Slowly bring to a boil. Cook until mixture almost reaches jelly point. Spread that in a shallow pan and let stand or cool overnight. If the syrup is too thick, reheat and add boiling water one-fourth cup at a time until desired consistency is reached. Or if the syrup is too thin, cook again until desired consistency is reached. 
Pour into hot sterilized jars and process for 20 minutes in a hot water bath or follow directions for a hot water bath using the Ball Blue Book. I use that Ball Blue Book for all my canning directions. And this will make three to four pints. And again, as I mentioned, I've written out all of these recipes and links to all of my guests so you can find them real easily. TennesseeFarmTable.com. That page will just come right up. Here is an Encore Farm and Fun Time heirloom recipe, and this was recorded in June of 2019 during the Radio Bristol Farm and Fun Time program. Here is Tony Dorman sharing story and memories of her grandmother's recipe for cherry pie. We go together, almost as good as ice cream and cherry pie. All right, folks, it's time to get into our first segment of the evening, the Heirloom Recipe segment. Food is at the center of our culture and is so important in the Appalachian region. Food represents much more than what we eat. It represents family, memories, history, place, and home, and more. This month's presenter is Tony Doman, a West Virginia native who's recently located here to Southwest Virginia. And she works here at the birthplace of country music and wears many hats, including grant coordinator and a production assistant right here at Radio Bristol. Tony hosts Mountain Song and Story, a weekly program centered around storytelling and folklore and the people who make the make our rich cultural tapestry uh, here in Central Appalachia. Tony's going to talk tonight about something that a lot of us, I think, hold very dear to our hearts. That's pie. Specifically about her grandma's cherry pie, a true summertime delight. Joining Tony this evening is her cohort in sound effect extraordinaire, Summer Apostle, who also works here right at the birthplace of country music. Please give them a big old farm and fun time. Tony in summer, everybody. So my name's Tony. I work here at the Birthplace of Country Music Museum and Radio Bristol. And normally during Farm and Fun Time, you can find both of us now behind some of the cameras up here checking things out. So I know it's a real pleasure for you to be able to see our smiling faces. You're welcome. Uh, Chris has basically covered the intro, but here with me tonight, I also have the amazing some might say dazzling, Miss Summer Apostle helping me as she does every week. proud to be from this Appalachian region. I grew up in the mountain state of West Virginia on a really small farm um, in, a real, in a place that you've probably never heard of called Cameron. Um, I grew up there with my dad and my grandma and some other really close family members. About 800 acre farm. Uh, what's really interesting about that is it was actually declared a bicentennial farm by the U.S. government several years ago, which that basically means that my same family's been on the same piece of land for over 200 years. It's pretty crazy, right? Wow. 
So um, I think it's really just important to appreciate and understand where, you're, where you come from to really know where you're going. And growing up with my grandmother, I have a lot of memories of just being in her kitchen. I was able to make her watch just endless pies um, and just wasn't allowed to touch anything. I definitely say watch because it was her kitchen. Um, but she would put everything out on her spotless countertop. She had big colorful mixing bowls and she'd just bring things to life. And she really would make any and every kind of pie you could think of from basically whatever was in season. So that could be like red raspberries or blackberries. Actually, she hates red raspberries. I don't know why I said that. She, she hates them. But blackberries, raspberries, um, cherries, which is what we're talking about tonight is her cherry pie recipe. Um, she even has a recipe for a raisin pie, which is surprisingly incredible. Summer would say otherwise, but I can tell you more about that if you want to come find me after the show. Um, a few years ago for Christmas, I asked my grandma to just kind of spend the next year just writing down some of her recipes. Uh, that's really all I wanted because a lot of them come from her head, and if you don't write those kind of things down, they might get lost. So that's what she did for me. That's all I asked for that year for Christmas for my grandma. And tonight I'm going to be sharing with you her cherry pie recipe in honor of my amazing grandmother, Helen Doman. She can't be here tonight. She's up in West Virginia. She's also probably not tuning in because it's time for Wheel of Fortune. So, <laughs> but this recipe is dedicated to her. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So, the first thing you're gonna do is you're gonna start out by making the actual pie crust. And the ingredients you'll need, it takes about... Uh, two cups of flour. And then you're just gonna wanna add... Uh, maybe a tablespoon of salt. Just stir that together with the dry ingredients and then you'll take... About two-thirds cup shortening. You just add that to the flour, you just cut it in with a fork, and then... Um, you're gonna add about one-fourth cup of cold water. Cold water, to the flour. So... Once you get your ingredients in order to make, we worked on that, to make, to make the dough mixture, you just gently work in the cold water together. Just make, make it fit until it, until it sticks together. Now you really don't want to overwork it here. And then you just roll out the dough between a few sheets, we worked on that too, of wax paper or a lightly floured board or countertop. You just fit that in a pan. Um, this dough recipe is really good for any kind of pie. But the next thing you're going to want to do is make the filling. And we're we're talking about cherry pie tonight, so you can actually do a few things here. You can cheat and you can use canned cherries, or you can use fresh cherries. I really prefer to use fresh cherries, but you're going to want to pit them first because you'll have, otherwise you'll have seeds in your cherries and that's no fun. That's a cherry pitting sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then you just, you just work down the mixture. You just add a little bit of sugar in uh, cornstarch and you just thicken it up. Again, don't really know how much to tell you here. My grandma just says until it looks right, whatever that means. Yeah, it looks right. Yeah, it looks right. yeah. And so then you just add a, a little, if you want to sweeten things up, you can add some almond flavoring or honey. But remember, they really don't need that much sweetener because they're already, cherries are already sweet, just like us. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> And then you just roll out the top crust. You just place the filling in the bottom and you seal it with the top. And then you can use a little bit of water and milk to seal down the edges. Something that I really love to do now that I've been getting into baking more is making really creative pie crust designs. Um, I think that if you, well, if you go over to Blackbird, you'll see a lot of cakes and icing and decorations. And people kind of forget that you can do the same thing with pies. Um, so you can make flowers or names or whatever you want. You know, there's really no limit to your creativity. And after you get done with being creative, if you want to be, uh, you just put 
it in the oven, you bake it for about 350, 400 degrees for about 45 minutes to an hour, and that's it. I think the best way to serve this is with a uh, fresh out of the oven with a nice cup of vanilla ice cream on top. Yeah. I didn't even need a sign for that reaction. Yeah. And really, dare I say that it's as simple as pie. Huge thank you to you guys. That, that was the most interactive heirloom recipe we've ever had. <laughs> All right, it is time for part two of the heirloom recipe segment. That's where we write a jingle. Today's is a little bit different. It's, uh, it's, it's more of a song than it is a jingle. Um, and I was, I, I was talking to Tony about, about cherry pie and about how the perfect match for cherry pie is obviously vanilla ice cream. So I wrote a love song about a good match, and it doesn't have a title. It goes like this. Everybody says we fit together like a kid with a puppy dog. Believe one thing's for certain If you croak I'd be an old bullfrog I'm just a cheeseburger And you're my paradise We go together Almost as good as Ice cream and cherry pie It's a match that's made in heaven Like a beer and a pickup truck Mama, I'm your scratch-off ticket Won't you be my stroke of luck? Maybe we'll get rich together Or maybe flat broke, but I won't mind cause you'll be on my side no matter how the story goes. Life can treat you rough, get you down in the dumps, but take it from me all your misery will be gone the day you fall in love. Oh mama it amazes me, I can't believe I get to call you mine. We go together almost as good This is Mike Itali of Diamond Jack Wine Bar, and you are listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. Thank you so much for joining us here today at the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. It has been an honor to have your good company. We always love to hear from you on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or through the website TennesseeFarmTable.com. I'd sure love to hear from you and swap some recipes and stories. Big thanks to Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee for the musical arrangement and singing and recording of our theme song. For updated appearances, schedule, news, and her new recording, connect with Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.